What's poppin' everybody? You're listening to the For The Pop podcast, and this is episode 8, featuring a catch-up with Hank312 and Incidental Nerd. Uh, We get into gaming and talk some wrestling, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. What's poppin' guys, gals, and non-binary pals? It's your boys, OG Hank312 and Incidental Nerd. This week, we're just hanging, uh, we're doing a little catch-up. We're gonna see what's poppin'. Incidental nerd, what's up, my brother? How you doing? How you living? How you feeling? We're just hanging. Uh, we're doing a little catch up. We're gonna see. Oh, okay. I hear myself. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> rookie move, brother. Rookie move. Oh, uh, what up, OG? OG Hank three one two. What's going on, Henry? Uh, thanks for uh joining me this evening. Uh, for a little uh, what's pop pop popping? Um, uh, what's popping with you? Man, you know, just just another day. Uh, we... uh, what's with you? Oh, is this Bro, a... I, mine's on mute. Wow, rookie move on my part. Jesus Christ, look at us. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I think we're good now, right? All right, everyone's on mute. Everyone relax. How embarrassing. It's not like we've been doing this shit for like five, six years now. No, I know, right? <laughs> hey, but hey, it's it's those are all practice years, bro. This, this it really counts now. That's true. Now, look it's at us. True. We're in. Eight weeks in a row of that's two months straight of content. What this week we dropped this on Monday, we dropped our interview with uh superstar referee Dan Perch. And we and and, and the man enters the chat, uh, Tribe Three Productions dropped our interview with uh Mr. Adam Scherer, aka Braun Strowman. Which uh, wow. whoa, whoa, did he just join the chat or is that <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't, I wasn't sure if that was uh, uh, Mr. the Titan himself or you. But uh, fun week for us. We uh, a lot of content. Well, not a lot, but I mean, two pieces of content we put out there. So if you're if you're watching this, uh, if you haven't checked them out, please go check it out. We can uh, you can see our interview with Mr. Perch on our YouTube and SoundCloud, and uh, on the Tribe Three Productions YouTube page, you can see our uh, interview with Adam Share. Yes, and so I am doing a little catch up episode now. And I'm slowly but surely going to take all of the other interviews that um, we've done over the years with Tribe 3 um, and post those onto our TikTok. It gets a little tricky because um, they are, they're kind of lengthy for TikTok. So I have to split them up to two, like to at least two or three pieces. So um, our Marty Janetti interview is up there right now. Uh, (laughs) uh, If you guys want to want to see Marty Janetti at his very best. Or worse, I'm not sure which one you consider it, Um, but um, that's there on our TikTok or on the Incidental Nerd TikTok, which is our TikTok right now. Um, uh, So yeah, I I think we're going to talk about some old school wrestling, Uh, um, although right before I jumped onto this call with you, I I got a message from one of my fellow Star Wars nerds. Okay. And the Star Wars Eclipse video game cinematic trailer came out today. Oh, that popped And I'm not sure about, like, I don't really, I haven't heard anything about this game. The game that I'm really anticipating for Star Wars is I want to see uh, Fallen Order 2 come out because Fallen Order 1 was amazing. Okay. Um, so this was kind of like blindsided me. But the, it looks beautiful. I can't wait to play it. I'm really excited about that. So, 
popped me hard right before we got onto uh, onto the stream tonight. I mean, to get on that video game bandwagon uh, conversation, I mean, I, I haven't played a Star Wars game in a long time. I know the one that came out a year or two ago, people raved about. That's really, really good. But Fall in Order. Yeah, Fall in Order. That's the one. Yes. But for me, honestly, I, I mean, we. I know I joke about it all the time. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I just never got into the franchise. I have nothing against it. Right. But uh, my 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 experience of Star Wars is the Nintendo sixty four Star Wars game, and brother, that thing was awesome. I just remember that game, and it, it's still one of the best games I ever played. I, I just remember the Nintendo sixty four very fondly. That was that was my favorite. Uh, I th- think was, it's still my which, favorite. Which game version. was that? Excuse me. Which game was that? Do you remember? I I don't. Um, something Strikes Back. Maybe I don't think it's the Empire because that's the movie, right? Uh. Yeah, let me let me uh, do a little uh, Google Google of that uh, googling. Adrian says Shadows of the Empire. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, if, I'm going to Google it also because if I see yeah, it is Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, yeah, N64. Uh, great game. I remember you flying in something. I'm assuming it's uh, I'm not. You know what they're called. I have no idea. Yeah, I, it could it, it could be any number of things. If you're on the good side or the bad side, you and it, it could be a Y wing, it could be an X wing, it could be a Tie Fighter. I think I think it was the, the fighter thing you just said. But okay. TIE Fighter? TIE Fighters, those are the bad guy ones. Oh, then no, because, okay, the get, watch this. I may pop you. So you're flying around in this thing, right? And, and the, on the one level, one of the agendas is you got to tie up the at-ats by their legs to trip them up. A-wing. A-wing. Then I was flying an A-wing. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. One of these? That, that looks that looks like it. That was probably <laughs> it. Yeah, the A wing. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I loved that game. So honestly, for me, I always so did Adrian. That, yeah, I I always <laughs> think that Star Wars games they're they're excellent. They're I I think they don't miss as uh, as the kids say. There's there's been there's been some that have that have not been well received um one that i i've never played and it's almost like a it's like a cardinal sin is uh it's what is it called it's night of the old night of the old republic which it's a famous i'm I'm familiar with the storyline and everything but it's a game that came out uh when i didn't really have the opportunity to play right um and but what I'm super excited about is something that they are doing is they're re they're reworking it and it's going to be re-released and from, from what I understand and they're keeping the original storyline which is like a legendary story in the Star Wars universe. Yes, very cool. And I, I guess uh, I mean, we could probably talk about video games forever, but I'm also super excited because today uh, those bittersweets I uh, I've playing Call of Duty has been really my game of the pandemic and. Uh, the map officially changed. Uh, the map was called Verdansk. Okay. Verdansk is no more. And, uh, you know, you, you can see on, on TikTok, some people made some emotional videos because, I mean, it's true. It, it really is true. Like, you know, it, it really carried, uh, I'll speak for myself, carried me through a pandemic in, in, a, in a sense of the term because that was my go-to game. That was my comfort game. I played I played with my friends, you know. Yeah, um, bro. Like, uh like not that game obviously call of duty is not my my thing first person shooters are really not my thing yeah yeah um with the exception of like when a star wars comes out with a first person a battlefront star wars battlefront yeah i'll play it um but i'm still not very good at those and they're just not my bag 
Uh, by the way, bef uh, before we continue, I uh, just want to say hi to Chuck and Kike. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, we already said what's up to Adrian. Thanks for joining the chat. And uh, Kike suggests we do a Star Wars games marathon, man. Let's book it. Kike, you ain't down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, so you were saying your game. I think I know where you're going with that, but yeah. Man, I lost my train of thought, bro. Well, I was saying that like Call of Duty, uh, the Warzone for Dance Carry. Ah, yes. Thank you. You got me back on track. I got you, my man. game had for the last two years has been animal crossing yeah. um and, and i think it, it 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 hit it hit just right for a lot of people for sure um and and it's one of those things it's like a if i can use this in, in a video game term because this is something that they use a lot in anime they'll call it a slice of life anime and it's just like it's just like an everyday, nothing's really going on kind of, but it's, you know, just a nice little ongoing story kind of thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what Animal Crossing is. It's just like, you just, you got your daily things to do and you got little villagers you can go and visit. It's a cute game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. nothing like, it's it's not super gamerly, but that's the game that is that that really got me through the pandemic. No, I I, I, I totally get you. That, and that's, that's what it was for me and, uh, Long live Verdansk. That's what it was, that's what the map was called, uh, it, you know. And over the last two years, it, it had it's had a little bit of map changes and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but nothing super major. But now it's like completely different. It's a new timeline almost. So it's basically essentially a brand new game. Let's uh, see. And so today was the first chance I got to play it, and uh, it aesthetically looked beautiful, but it looks like it's gonna take some time to get used to. The guns are all old school guns, which has never been my bag. I don't gotcha. like that. And so know. they changed, like, did they change the time, the time frame of, of the, of the, the war? Yeah. 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 Okay, but, cool. Um, I, I'm horrible when it comes to that, but I'm assuming it's like old time style, like, you know, just old time. Like World War Two, World <laughs> yeah, War exactly. One kind of a stuff. I mean, the title is Vanguard. I don't know if that tips you off to anything. I don't Not know. Not really. No. Okay. So that's just the title. Uh, but gotcha. yeah, it's, it's, it's the Verdansk was modern warfare. So it had like modern weapons and helicopters and stuff like that. Now gotcha. it's, uh, it's, it's all different. Still beautiful. Aesthetically, it's yeah, chef's kiss, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, video games just in general, it's like you see the game, like you see the gameplay now and it's what the cinematics were a few years ago. You know, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Uh, Adrian's chiming in with that the best Star Wars game also was on the PlayStation One. It was a Street Fighter style game. Oh, I know wow. exact. I don't remember the name of it, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Hmm. No, I never, never, never touched base on that one. No, can't even think. What's about your? It. What's your? Um, do you you have a you have a PS4? Do you? Yeah, I, I have a I have a PS4 just because um, I gave up looking like a clown trying to get PS5s. Uh, it's been a full year now, and I still can't get one for retail. I was, I was gonna say, um, I would be happy to lend Fallen Order to you because I really, it's such a good game. It doesn't matter that it's Star Wars, right? Right. Like I appreciate it, super appreciate it because it is Star Wars, yeah. but it's just a good game. Nice. Um, and, and so if you if if you're interested, um, now keeping on the on the video game bandwagon but also kind of transitioning into what we had planned to talk about this evening <laughs> uh another war game uh ah, look at you no 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 another war game 
had a transition from uh, an old map to a new map recently, and that's Fortnite. Oh, it did. They did. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And not only that, but the the one, the only Dwayne the Rock Johnson was featured in the cinematic storyline. Dwayne saved Fortnite. Yeah, bro. Well, I don't know if he saved it or not because, like, I, I don't know if you watched the video. I did. I did. But I'll, 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 it's I'll, like I'll, it's like the island that you were fighting on completely flipped over. Yep. So, so it actually reverted to its original because it got flipped over once before. So, so we know I used to play Fortnite a lot. It kind of got me back into video games because of my nephew. Right. Years ago, he was like 2016, 2015. He's like, hey, I want to play this game with you. Excellent, right? We know the backstory. Pardon me. I kind of fell out of love with it, but I'm not going to lie. I, pl- I played this uh, this last season. Well, they have the new season. I played it a few days ago. Um, I had some good vibes again. It, it brought back some like old, like good time Fortnite vibes, uh, which I'm, I think I'm going to revisit a few times uh, with uh, my cousin Andy and stuff that we play. Uh, yeah. Just just to kind of switch it up and see if we can catch those old vibes. Or say, or for maybe we can catch him, or maybe we're just chasing a ghost. Who knows? Hey, you know, I was, I, I never was very good, but I always enjoyed when you guys were playing. Oh yeah. So if you jump on, let me know for sure. Because I, I, I'd be happy to jump on with that. As a matter of fact, I was playing with the uh, with the Joe man and his son. I know Andrew's into it now. Yeah, 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 and um, it was funny because people call little kids on games squeakers because of the sound of their voice. <laughs> And it was funny because I was just like, because we were playing and uh, we did all right. And there, they came a certain point where I was down and Joe Man was down. Like we were out, like we were done, like we were dead. Yeah. And, uh, just, just the boy was left and <laughs> he got killed. And he's like, grab my card, grab my card. Hurry up. You got to grab my card. Like, no, we're all dead. He's like, grab my card. You got to hurry to the timer. I was like, no, we're dead. I was like, I'm playing with a real life squeaker right now. Bless him, but uh, it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it's funny hearing him. He's like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, my goodness, indeed." Yes, the things he they yeah, that kid comes up with some stuff, man. It's no, hilarious. He, I not that anyone cares, uh, uh, but it's video game related. When I went to go visit a while ago, I hadn't seen him in a while, and I, because of the pandemic, and he got obviously bigger, and his vocabulary developed more, and. Yes, sir. Um, he comes up with some words and he's just like, how do you know this word? He hit me with, he was playing Paper Mario and he was just like, oh, do you want to see a glitch? I know how to do this glitch. And I was like, what the? This boy's like four years old. What the hell do you know about a glitch? Who taught you that? Settle down. I think he's six. <laughs> Batman Night was a great game. However, he got way into glitches. <laughs> like he did he got way way into him he was watching videos and everything like and then i when i come over he's like oh let me show you this glitch i just learned oh, wow. <laughs> so like and oh my god if you're playing and the game glitches on its own glitch glitch <laughs> that's awesome now that uh funny. that's funny we didn't really plan to talk video games but here we are but that's a huge part of pop culture and i mean fortnite is still huge uh uh, Call of Duty Warzone, the new now Caldera's huge. Like uh, you said, you 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 got the the new Star Wars coming out, and I'm sure that's popped a bunch of people in the Star Hell Wars yeah. community that are gamers. Because I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Bro, you know how much of a Batman fan I am, and mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, the intern and I were, were off of uh, work for a little while until until next Wednesday. So today we went out and did a little uh, um, did a little Christmas shopping. Okay. And uh, while we were at Target, I was looking at the I, I think it was the graphic novels, and there was a Batman graphic novel called Zero Point. And because I picked it up and I looked at it and and Siri said. She goes Fortnite and I'm like, no, this is Batman. And then I looked down and I'm like, yeah, sure enough. It was a Fortnite graphic novel of Batman where he got sucked into Fortnite and he had to like locate the zero point. Yeah, I remember. I was like, what? Spider-Man is in it right now. That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I hear. And I know, I know, like in terms of skins, I think they've done the Mandalorian. Um, and then like they've I think they've done a really good job of incorporating pop culture because I know that like um I don't know if it was when Infinity Wars came out or Endgame, but they had that whole Thanos game oh, yeah. that they incorporated. Which I was to to me, um I think Fortnite revolutionized gaming. It changed it. Uh it took it to a different stratosphere, I feel, and I think people are going to be like, no, nah, that's stupid. That's... But no, Fortnite has insane amount of licenses out there. Any, I mean, they've had the Fast and Furious. They've had Bad Boys. They got Mike Laurie and, uh, right. you know, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in there. They have The Rock. They've had John Cena. I mean, their licenses are insane, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, they're the pop of, of uh, video games. But, but yeah, but but on, but on top of that though, there, yeah, Fortnite has changed gaming forever. As Glenn said, what up, Fish? What um, up, Glenn? Because Fortnite's thing was where everyone's trying to make the most money. Fortnite said, "Hey, we're gonna give this game away for free," but they've made a killing on V Bucks and skins and bro. And that's the thing is, what's so funny is that the real the the game game of Fortnite, nobody plays it. <laughs> it's just evolved into that the PPV portion of it, and that's where everybody is in. Like I remember one time when I was playing, I was like, "Oh, let me check out what Fortnite Fortnite really is," which I believe it's like zombies, right? Like I think that's what it was. No, no. At, at the time, there, there's there's different types. It, it's essentially it's a battle royale, what they call them, and it's it's a it's a first person shooter. Uh, right. At the time we checked in, it was probably during Halloween season where they did have a zombie mode. Yeah, but you have to actually pay to play the game that nobody plays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, you're talking about end of world or save the world, something like that. I, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, let me play this. Let me play the regular game so I can get some practice in. Right. No, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it looks like we just glitched there for a second. Glitch. Glitch. <laughs> uh, every game now models off Fortnite for a season. Yeah, like I said, people can talk smack about Fortnite all they want, talk about how it's no. a game for kids. And honestly, and since I went back the, the few days ago to play it, it's a lot more skillful than than playing I, Call of Duty. I was just going to just gonna say, um, my brother is a streamer, Lotus Sapphire on Twitch. Yeah. And, and um. He used to play, he, you know, like a couple of years ago when he first started streaming. Sorry to interrupt he, you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad, Chuck. I thought you were leaving. I was going to just interrupt you to say goodbye, but he got mad. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, but he used to play Fortnite. 
Um, and he was he's he's good at those type of games. So like he re- he enjoyed it. But after a while, he got aggravated with some of the changes they made and whatever. So he stopped playing. Right. Well, I saw him on Thanksgiving and he's like, oh, guess what? I'm back on Fortnite. And I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, dude, they changed the game again. Like they changed some of the mechanics and everything. Yep. He's like, and it's really a more balanced game now. And, you know, he's like, I'm back to playing it. Nice. So it's, you know, they're, and they're not, they're not resting on their laurels either. You know what I mean? Like they're continuously updating, adding more skins, changing the, changing the gameplay. I remember when I was playing, playing originally, like there were always vehicles everywhere, but you couldn't drive them. And then they added the driving vehicles portion of it. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. uh, I, I don't, I think people are, are, are a little hip to it, but I think years from now, people will really take a step back and realize, like, damn, Fortnite changed the game. Like, like I, 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 I compare this to very few things are the Michael Jordan of. And, <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy to say, but I feel like Fortnite is the Michael Jordan of video games because Michael Jordan changed the NBA. He took it hey, global. Take this. All y'all that are not familiar let me look into the camera here. All y'all that are not familiar with Hank 312. That's me. You better understand that if this guy utters the name Michael Jordan and compares something to Michael Jordan, he fucking means it. Because he don't throw that around lightly. Right. And I say it in the sense of that they changed the game. To me, Jordan changed the game. Jordan took a ball. It was a fun whatever NBA, but he made it global. He made it a global dominating brand. And that's why I'll say LeBron will never be Jordan because well, Jordan, Jordan took the game to different heights. And I feel like Fortnite's doing that as like yeah. the streamer who's now as not as popular anymore, but the guy Ninja, everyone knows who Ninja is. He's not the, he's not the most popular guy anymore. Cause he's kind of labeled as lame, but he changed the, he, every streamer who's making a living off of this now should be thanking Ninja yep. because it's like thank you, Ninja, because he took streaming to another level. Oh, and I don't—I barely watch streamers. Every once in a while, like Effie streams, I like to watch Effie stream. My brother streams. Every once in a while, I watch. You know, you've—I've popped in on your stream when I've seen you were playing that kind of thing. Right. But so I've never even seen a Ninja stream. Right. But like three seasons ago, he was on The Masked Singer. Oh wow! And I knew exactly who it was. Before he was unmasked, and I never even fucking, I never see his stream, nothing, but I knew who it was. Like, he made it into the the pop culture realm. Absolutely. He became part of the lexicon. No, no, no doubt about it. I mean, and, and that's, that's what I say, like, people are like, oh, you're crazy. Like, no, like, people who j- change the game is who I, I call them, like, the Michael Jordans of, because they changed the game. So, I don't know, yes, video sir. games are awesome. Uh, and Chuck... NBA 2K, uh, NBA 2K, yeah, that one with Jordan on the cover. Uh, I still have it, even though I don't play it. I still have it. I feel like that's a collector item because the first time Jordan ever uh, gave up his uh, his his rights his to be in a video game. Yeah, he's very very and and well, he should be was very cautious into not not giving away his likeness for free. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I got something to show you that's Jordan related that I just found a few days ago. And uh, let's see it. Maybe like a month ago, and cleaning out stuff. Give me a sec. And I'll dance. I'll dance to his music that he's making. Shout out Jeff Hardy. 
I'm sure we'll talk to him in a second. But <clears throat> this is from uh, it's labeled Gatorade NBA Dreams. I don't I don't remember I won these, but I forgot I had these. But check out these cards. It's uh they're upper deck. Yeah, upper deck Jordan cards, and it's got his whole career on there. So it's got like all gold foil Jordan cards. I was like, no way. So I thought that was dope. You know, got the 1991 MJ. And I was like, holy crap. And they're in excellent condition. Apparently they don't go for much. I think they go for like 50 bucks for the pack. But like, I'm considering getting these framed and just hanging them because I think they're just really cool collectors thing. I would I would do it, dude. And they're in good and they're in good condition. I will help you frame those to be hung. Perfect, because I wouldn't know where to begin. I will help you. <laughs> I, I begin with no, I need help. <laughs> Anyways, so what what else we got going on? I, I know we I know we well, had an agenda that we kind of just threw uh we kind of went on a which, which is fair. I, I enjoy the conversations of the video game. That's the thing. It's like, like I think this is one of the reasons why we changed our name to For the Pop Absolutely. from something that was very wrestling related because mm-hmm. we're not just a wrestler. We never were a wrestling anything. We, right. we leaned into wrestling very heavily, but we've always talked about a lot of different topics. Right. Um, a lot of, a lot of pop culture and the things that we enjoy. Um, but we're going to, we're going to dive into a little bit of wrestling now. Um, we had, uh, on, on Sunday, we had a, what I'm going to call a, what may turn out to be a very big transitional pay-per-view for the NXT brand. Oh, yeah. Um, because with, with the uh, war games that occurred on Sunday night, we more than likely have seen the last, we've definitely seen the last of Johnny Gargano in NXT, I think. Yeah. But we may have seen the last of Johnny Gargano in the WWE. Right. And and we probably have seen the last of Kyle O'Reilly. Good riddance. And <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you know how I've never been a fan of Kyle O'Reilly. I know, I know. But I got to tell you, since Kyle O'Reilly broke away from the Undisputed Era, and um, I'm never, he's never going to be a a dynamic character just never gonna be right 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 um but his run in nxt proved to me that he is a fantastic wrestler he is if you're talking about professional wrestlers that he's like he's way up there he doesn't he doesn't have the charisma that that um that takes people to a whole nother level, right. but the, the, he's technically one of the best that's doing it right now. Oh, for sure. I, I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, I mean, his in-ring work uh, spoke for itself. I mean, I'm not even going to front. I, I mean, I was never the biggest Kyle O'Reilly fan from the Indies. I knew he was, I knew he was good, but yeah. it, was, it was just one of those, what do you offer now more than just a really good match? And that's how I felt about him and Bobby Fish. I still feel the same way about Bobby Fish. Yeah. I'm a bigger Fish fan than I am of, of O'Reilly. Oh yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and and it's and it's a simple thing. His look, I like Bobby Fish's look. Okay. It's not anything to do with he looks like a fucking pirate. 
<laughs> you know, he's got the he's got the little curly stash. I like his look. Um, and and I I like his move set better than than O'Reilly's. Both of them very sound technical wrestlers. I wouldn't call them I wouldn't call them hands. They're not hands. No, no, Those no. guys they elevate the sport, but they're not they're not the everything. I I, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking looking uh, obviously we saw what happened on Tuesday. Uh, Johnny wrestling Johnny Gargano had his uh, farewell, and I kind yeah. of laughed. Uh, should I say I kind of popped because I, you, you could see him smiling, and it was the exact same smile he had in the picture with you, where we just like, damn, he hates you. Turns out he doesn't hate you. Turns out it's just the way he smiles. <laughs> he was happy to get a picture with me. <laughs> he, Johnny Gargano was happy that he was getting a a picture with the Incidental Nerd in 2015. So that's right. That's I mean, right. That, that, that's that's a big deal. No. Yeah, man. Um, Gargano's Gargano has uh, between Gargano and, and Champa, they carried the NXT brand like, 100%. and they brought it to a whole a whole nother level. That the black and gold wouldn't be what it what it became without them. Yeah. Um. The black and gold. I mean, I I think it, it was. Uh. I I like to use this line a lot. Um. It's stolen from the office, but. The black and gold brand is literally the good old days, you know, like I wish there was a way to know we were in the good old days while we're still in them. Right. Because now that they're gone, like, well, for all intents and purposes, black and gold is dead. I mean, it is. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, have- I mean, that's, that's what I meant by transitional. Cause I really oh, yeah. feel like, like this, um, first off, I don't even think they called it takeover. No, I think they just called it. War they games. just called it NXT war games. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, this was like the, the first big show for them uh, under the new NXT 2.0. Um, and to have Braun Breaker pin the current NXT champion in, in, the, in the, uh, the main event yeah. in War Games, uh, that's, that says something about the direction they're headed. For sure. And you know what? Uh, before we go too far, like I know a lot of people have kind of shit on uh 2.0 i like it i like all wrestling you know i i'm i'm enjoying what i'm liking is the new characters we're we're uh we're learning i'm a real big fan of i i i didn't know anything about Braun breaker beforehand i knew he was a steiner kid but yeah. never seen a match i'm i'm enjoy i enjoy him i i i like that he can lean onto the his steiner background even though they don't acknowledge he's a steiner which is ridiculous to me okay me too However, mm-hmm. it came out today, I think, or it might have been yesterday, that it was his idea. Mm. His name is Bronson Steiner. Okay. Okay. And when he played football, he he considered himself a breaker because he liked to break people. Ah. So he used the first part of his name, Bron. And he, and he and so this is and these were this is the words out of his mouth. I believe it. So so he chose that path, and they definitely they definitely without a doubt they acknowledge the 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 uh, what's the word word the, the pedigree yeah, the pedigree. lineage yeah absolutely so we you know I mean you can't miss it with the singlet he wears he, he looks like his uncle 
and he looks like he's like it's a co- weird combination of his dad and his uncle. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, and they've they've talked about like the like the, you know they've called him like a uh, dog face and like gremlin, the pup face yeah. gremlin. Uh, Champa called him the booty nephew. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the like, oh, big bad booty nephew. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Champa hit him in the with the pro is like the way I see it, you got a thirty three uh, and a third percent chance of surviving this match. Classic Steiner math promo. But now, now that you say that Braun chose his own name, makes sense because I remember uh, Kevin Owens talking about how he, how you know, they give a list of what their names are going to be. And right. I remember Dusty when Dusty was calling Kip Stern. What up, Kip Stern? Justin. What up, Justin? What's up, my homie? How are you? Thanks for joining us, sir. I uh, I talked to Justin earlier. We were on stream, uh, and we're TFTI. We're, yeah, we were chatting it up a little bit. You know, me and Justin be having our side conversations when you're not around to be a third wheel, you know? I got you. I got you. Justin's going to re- Justin's going to replace me on For the Pop. Absolutely. If we ever break up, I get Justin in the custody battle. You get Justin, I get the name, bro. Fine, whatever. You can have Henry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want OG Hank 312. Damn it. You're asking for too much, goddammit. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just uh. turn- I'll just turn my name to Accidental Nerd. <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, that one's taken. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, so we're talking about the, the name changes and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I, I, I caught uh, quite a few Twitter and Instagram posts of after the cameras went off. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano went down there. They did their goodbyes. Um, yeah. I still think there's a chance Johnny Gargano isn't done with WWE. Like my my Mark Hart thinks that there's a little chance he's gonna take some time off, go be a dad, maybe show up on Raw or SmackDown one day. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, your your Rebel Mark Hart is that what you said? My Rebel Mark Hart, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I heard a lot of people were like, oh, he's showing up at uh at Royal Rumble or whatever, but that's like way too close to Candice's due date. Yeah, I heard her um, dates like in February, but so I th- yeah. So but. Good for him. He's gonna take some time off to be a dad. Like, and and I'm sure, I'm sure with the schedule that he's been wrestling and stuff, he's probably got some nagging injuries that you know he just needs to rest up for a little while, rest up, refuel, um, and then hopefully we see Johnny somewhere at some point. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny SummerSlam, Johnny whatever you know. <laughs> but uh, no, you know it's it's kind of cool. Um, like their journey, right? Because Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, Ciampa, Adam Cole, even uh, yeah. Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Uh, but I, I guess for more, what I'm talking about is uh, Gargano, O'Reilly, Ciampa, Cole, guys like that. They were never supposed to make it into WWE, and they right. could have. They NXT turned into what Ring of Honor should have been, and. And that was the perfect place for guys like Gargano and Cole and O'Reilly and Fish to be and Roderick Strong because yeah. they weren't that prototypical WWE superstar, right? They weren't, you that, know, they weren't. The and, that's, and that's what makes me a little bit sad about this 2.0 thing is I understand that at least from what I'm hearing, Triple H is still not 100%. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm, I guess uh, Shawn Michaels went from a, a extremely part-time role to an almost 
full-time role with NXT. Yeah. But but you know, Vince and I think uh Bruce Kevin Pritchard. Sullivan. Bruce Pritchard. Oh, Bruce Pritchard. Right. Um, Vince and Bruce Pritchard have stepped in. Um, and you can tell. Yeah. Like you can tell. And I'm not, and I'm not here to shit on it because I I agree there's some good stuff there. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna shit on on the company. They've been doing some things that I'm I'm not happy with, but I'm not here to throw shade. Right, right, right. Um, there's some good stuff, but there's also like, like there's also some stuff that I re- don't really care for. And you know, if that means that because I I record everything that I'm gonna watch anyways, and if yeah. it means that I have to zip through something because I don't like it, so be it. Right. You know, the payoff on that MSK. However many weeks it was, them going to chase the shaman. The shaman, yeah. I was telling the intern the only payoff that could come out of that that would have satisfied me was Rob Van Dam. Ooh, nice. Because they're all about the they're playing up their smoking and all that stuff. Right. I thought it would be would have been hilarious if they just showed up and and that silhouette just like. Bam, RVD. But they got the next best thing. They got <laughs> they got Riddle, which yeah. I was like, okay, that's all right. I mean, whatever. I know, I know it's I think I don't know if they're trying to keep MSK away from the from from the performance center right now because yeah. because the fans are not giving them what they want you know like here it's like the hot meat baby face tag team they they're 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 getting booed right Ah. (laughs) (laughs) hey big shout out to cora jade um i know i i i've spoken to some people that couldn't stand the first that the women's war game I really enjoyed that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she was. I, I'm pretty sure it was a work. Right. Um, just from the standpoint of um, what Io Shirai did to her to like fix her shoulder. Right. That's not something you're gonna do so- to someone who's legitimately injured. Um, but she sold that shit hard. Absolutely. Um, and and like I know, we know Cora Jade as Brie. That was what she went by mm-hmm. well, here in Black. Chicago. Elena. Pardon me? Elena Black. Elena Black. Sorry. Why did I say Brie? Is that her Elena. real name? Yes. <laughs> Look at you. What a biz guy. Sorry, bro. No, wasn't she like, oh, never mind. Didn't she Didn't she go by Brie in Impact? I don't, I don't think so. But... Okay. Well, I fucked up. Uh, Elena Black. Right. We know we we knew she was like she was this like dark, mysterious, witchy woman character. Yeah. And and this Cora Jade character is such a like three, it's a 180 from where she was. Oh, 100%. Um but the, the uh WWE NXT is seems to be ready to give her a push. Um and she seems ready for it and I'm I'm all for it. Like I'm such I don't want to say the word proud because that sounds weird, but I kind it, I guess it, it, you know it's just a matter of like well, she's one of ours. You know what I mean? Well, like yeah, yeah, we could be proud for that. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, I I can't sit here and say like oh yeah, you know like best friends. No, we've seen each no. other shows. I saw right. her a lot of shows, especially I got a chance to 
get to talk to her a little more like during GCW shows. And uh, one thing that I'll always say is, uh, I remember what stood out to me, she had an injury at the mid or late 20, 2020 during the pandemic when GCW started doing their shows out in the middle of uh, the Indianapolis at the park. Right. She had a knee brace on. She was at the GCW show. And she's hurting, but she's cleaning up. She's picking up chairs on one leg, you know, while other people I see that like should be helping out are just standing around. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, take it easy. I'm like, you're going to hurt yourself. You know, like I'm, you know, I don't want to be a boomer being an old man here, but I was just like, yeah, you know, she's, she's a lot younger and you care for these people. It was just like, you know, take it easy. No one's going to judge you if you're not helping. And she literally was like, nah, man. She's like, I got, I got to put in the work. She's like, I need an opportunity. She's like, I got to get on one of these shows. And like that just something so small like that really showed me like what a, how dedicated she was to, to the game. Yeah, she she sat under the proper learning tree. Oh yeah, um, I mean, the Freelance Wrestling Academy. Uh, I, I think was uh, I, I think they're doing a great job. Uh, I think she just gave them a shout out today uh, on her one page. It's her three year wrestling anniversary today. Twenty oh, years wow. old. It's her three year wrestling anniversary. Wow. And she uh, and she won War Games. So <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, so big. Big shout out to her. Uh, your Chicago family is really happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think um, I don't think it was a secret. I think we all thought she had the potential to get up there. And I remember I specifically said, I think man, one one of our recaps with two heads on the face. I was like, listen, let's let's be real. I'm like, uh, she's she's young, she's good in the ring, and she's and she's a pretty girl. That's yeah. everything WWE wants. She's she was young enough to where she's still moldable by them. As you can see, the, the system works. I mean, people can say what they want about WWE, but like they saw her character, they're like, no, they probably got to see the real her. She really was a goofy, a goofy girl. And now they're <laughs> like, now they're bringing it up to life. So that, that's yeah. really cool. Uh, well, you're you're right, but I will put a caveat onto that. Yeah. The system, the system works when the system is behind you. Yes, yes, yes. Because there, there's plenty of talent that has gone through the performance center that is is out there elsewhere now. And and um, you know, for some reason or another, somebody at the in, in at the company didn't see the potential and they and, and therefore that person didn't right. wasn't elevated, Absolutely. wasn't featured. Well, yeah. if, if, if you look at the new crop uh, that WWE Next in Line, the NIL, uh, I posted on our page, a bunch of college athletes. And right. for some reason, people are hating on that. I was just like, do you not realize all these wrestlers, Big E, football, Roman, football, Baron Corbin, football, Roman Reigns, football, Kurt Angle, a legit wrestler, yeah. Bianca Belair, track and field. I mean, yes. those are all college college athletes. So like, yeah. they're, they're, not, well, and they're it's, not reinventing the game. Well, and it's a matter of also the fact it goes in line because that NIL is also um, the terminology I believe that they're using with the new college athlete contracts where um, there's their names, images, and I forget that I forget how it but but you know how college athletes are they they receive a scholarship or whatever some of them do but right. they're but they're and their likenesses their names right. their images and their likenesses um, they've never earned any money off of that, but now um, college athletes are have the opportunity 
to bank on their celebrity in college. Um, So that also gives WWE an opportunity to lock somebody down while they're still in school yeah. Um. To see, you know, like people with potential that they see with potential. Here's a question: um, uh, Are all these kids that that, that were uh, signed to NIL are those they're still student athletes? I believe they are. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know if they had graduated or not. No, because this pro- I, if I'm I, I might be mistaken, but I believe this program is intention was intentionally put in place to work with current student athletes. I mean, if, if they're current student athletes, that's huge. I mean, look at just the pipeline they're going to create for talents. Yeah, mean, and, and um, that, that's amazing. I mean, you'll have to hit me with the guy's name, but the wrestler that they signed, the wrestler they signed. Yeah, the 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 the, the Olympic wrestler. I'm not sure, honestly. Gosh darn it! He was he was just literally he medaled in the Olympics. Are you talking about the the one from that was at the Super Showdown, whatever that's called? Yeah, the one from Minnesota, the one that works with oh, Brock. No, definitely not. No, I, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, anyway. I. Uh, oh, you're yeah, talking here. About, uh, um, God damn it. Uh, Gable. Um, not Chad Gable. <laughs> not Bronson no. Gable. No. Something Gable. But someone's going to jump in on the. Someone's going to jump in on the chat and tell us. He got, he got drafted to Raw. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, Gable, Gable. That's exactly. Ret- retrospectively, they're saying that he was the first signing under NIL, mm. and be- and the, the thing with that is, is because he hasn't decided whether or not he's done. At, done on the collegiate level. Okay. That's he dope. may he he may return to see if he can. Uh, compete for another NCAA championship. That's awesome. As Justin says, yeah, Brock Lesnar, also NCAA champion. Uh, so Gable Stevenson. Gable Stevenson, thanks. I knew I knew Justin would come up with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, back in the day, Charlie Haas, uh, Sheldon Benjamin, those guys, yeah. you know, those guys were were collegiate. A lot of a lot of a lot of uh, of professional wrestlers were collegiate the athletes. List, cheerleading. Gymnastics. Dolph I mean, Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler still holds the the uh, record for wins in Kent, for Kent State. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm just saying I saw a lot of backlash from people on the internet like, oh, what the hell, blah, blah, blah. You're getting these college kids. It's just like, are you upset because they're not getting picking them straight from the Indies, which I understand. But WWE has every right to create their own superstar and mold them in their likeness. And it's and and this is the thing. It's like good. Yeah. Then then maybe the those folks that are in the indies that aren't necessarily going to be featured in WWE because they're not that homegrown talent that WWE wants to push. Yeah. They have opportunities elsewhere. Absolutely. What have we been talking about for years now? What a time to be a professional wrestler. Well, there are so many opportunities out there. And now there's even more. Yes. So, I mean, there's, this is one of those things where I got to say, and I think you might've just said it anyways, WWE is getting it right. There, like we, there's a lot of criticize, criticize, criticism that comes out, but f- from this standpoint, this is a brilliant move. I, I, I 100% agree. Uh, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. I think, I think what a way to 
replenish the system mm-hmm. with unknowns and mold them in your likeness. Right. And, and, and you know, what's the percentages? Because we've seen a ton of talent come through NXT. The, the percentages are slim. They did have, you know, the let's talk about the like the golden era, the black and gold era where they were signing a lot of that independent talent that already had been, they've been tried and true guys like Tommaso Ciampa and and, uh, Johnny Gargano and all the ones that we've been talking about. Those are guys that were basically plug and play. You know what I mean? Like maybe they need a little, they needed a little refining, even, even guys like Finn Balor who were at the very, very top of the mountain when it came to, you know, being, being in Japan, starting the bullet club, all of that stuff. Even he had to say going through the NXT uh, system, he learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think anyone who says that the NXT system didn't teach him much is a liar. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. No, no. And you know, it's like, obviously you're not going to most, for the most part, you're not going to want to uh burn a bridge especially a bridge that big right um you know there's very there's very few it's few and far between that we've seen of people that have lit the match on that you know there have been some that have been too like super bitter about it and 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 to some extent it can be understandable but for the most part you don't see people wanting to burn bridges there just for you know having the opportunity to maybe return sometime I agree. To put a to put a maybe a, a little uh, a little cap on the NXT conversation, um, we're talking about our our, our condolences. Uh, rest in peace to the black and gold brand. I'd put out a tweet earlier earlier this week that maybe could turn into a uh, a future FTP fantasy draft, and we can draft our favorite NXT black and gold moments. I I have my top five list here, which I'm which I'm okay with giving away. My number five was just takeovers in general. Takeovers always stole the weekend. Yeah. Takeovers. Uh, my number four spot, Keith Lee's run into going becoming a double champ. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Uh, for me, my number three, the DIY revival feud. And when DIY finally won it. Yes, some of the best absolute tag team wrestling ever emotional great storytelling i mean yeah i mean you yeah. don't get much better than that right um my number two a moment that always pops me nakamura debut versus Sami Zayn. yes that, the first time we heard that bam, bam, oh yes Ooh, baby yes sir yes sir and, and my number one just for what it meant for the brand and for women's wrestling sasha and bailey feuds and uh, their culmination in the Brooklyn matches. That's that's my number one, bro. And I will throw I'll throw one out. Yeah. You and I got to witness it live. Quite possibly one of the greatest wrestling matches that I've ever seen in my life. Tyler Bates yeah. versus Pete Dunn, NXT Takeover Chicago. Yeah. Woo! And that was the same night that that Champa turned on Gargano. Yeah. That was that might be one of the best takeovers ever. But yeah. that match Tyler Bates versus Pete Dunn and it was a uh man I'm getting chills just thinking about it uh that was JR's return to the booth oh shit like yeah I went back and watched it because of that mm. like because I, I I used to listen to JR's podcast a lot and he talked about it and he said that he he caught up with the kids in uh 
at the uh, commissary, the food, you know, where they, you know, where they go, oh, go yeah. to your food. And uh, he, he just stopped him. And he's yeah. like, look, at, look, boys, this is my first, this is my first match back. Let's make, like, you know, let's make some magic. Nice. And they did, man. Yeah. They fucking did. I, I mean, Justin, you're right. Uh, Adam Cole super kicking Ricochet midair. What a perfect time. What a perfect super kick. That is like, like Justin for sure, because that was one of the things that I've, I've never been a Cole fan, but I recognize talent. And that's what I always try to say instead of like, oh, I hate this guy. I hate that guy. Um, except MJF, who can go and fuck himself, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> no, absolutely, Justin. He said uh, that was that match was the first time that uh, UK wrestling was ever was ever chanted. Uh, yeah, I remember. I think Pat got furious with that, didn't he? Probably. <laughs> and that was bro, and that was the only time Squad actually went like full hardcore onto a, at a show. Yeah. Well, we um, which was amazing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, just uh, that match, that match, yeah, bro. I, I actually, I, I think, I think we, uh, we owe it to the black and gold brand to do, uh, to do a fantasy draft of moments. I, I'm down. I'm I mean, down 100%. We just gave six moments, but I mean, there's so many more moments. So that, many more. Like there are literally so many more moments that we, that we can, uh, Oh, just to finish my thought, because I was I, I I tapered off there. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about Adam Cole. Right. That was the moment that I realized how good Adam Cole was. For sure. When he kicked Ricochet midair, to have that kind of timing, like that, I was like, "That's fire." Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, we're getting close to, to that hour mark. Um, <laughs> do you? Yeah, I know we didn't even touch other stuff, but I think our, our we just had a, a good conversation here. Yeah, uh, I want to make it an easy listen for uh, people who may be listening. But um, what? So let's go with closing remarks on like Gargano and O'Reilly. Like, what would you like to see them do? Like, uh, I'll I'll kick it off, and then you can do your thing, and then take us home. But for me, I I, I think we kind of already covered it. I think uh, I think, and I would like to see him just take some time off. Go be a dad, uh, be there for Candice, and pop up maybe on the main roster sometime, or, or or maybe just come back. I I feel like, I feel like Johnny really really invested himself and his family to WWE NXT, and I'd like to see him continue there, and maybe one day, maybe five years from now, who knows, become a trainer, become an agent down there, just. To help carry that next generation on because I truly do think he was one of the people that made black and gold so successful. Um, and then as for O'Reilly, uh, I can't put him in the same stratosphere as Mr. Gargano, Mr. Right. Johnny Wrestling. Um, I would like to see him just tear it up on the indies. I'd like to see him, you know, go, you know, maybe he pops up in GCW or does some other shows, and eventually he'll probably find his way to AEW, right? And and maybe we can get a uh Cole Fish O'Reilly versus Young Bucks and Omega. That'd be kind of fun. The Elite versus the Era. I mean, who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. But but yeah, I I look forward to uh, I look for I look forward to it all. And you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um. I know it's like we're we're in an era where everybody that leaves the company or their contract runs out. It's like AEW eminent. Um, 
I don't think it has to be that way. I agree. And I think I think you're absolutely right that Johnny poured his heart and soul into the into the NXT brand, the black and gold. Yeah. And I know that they've moved on from the black and gold, but um, and, and I'm gonna utter a word, a, a name that that that's it's in the in the fucking heavens when it comes and literally in heaven. Uh those guys got to work with Dusty. Right. And Dusty put his imprint on so much of the talent that is currently on the main roster right. or, or the remnants of the black and gold brand, like, like the, the mainstays that we, that we know and love. Yeah. Um, and I truly believe that Johnny Gargano could have that kind of effect on the up and coming talent. So sure. like, like you said, um, you know, maybe five years from now or however long when he's done wrestling, I could absolutely see him back in the performance center, helping the future of, of the, the, the future of wrestling yeah. um, coming through. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, as, as for, for uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I think he can go fuck himself. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, man. I, I mean, I think your idea is great. Like, I would love to see that. I'd love to see him show up at some of the 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 companies that that we that we watch, where in a, in a smaller venue, where I think you can, where I think you can really appreciate no the kind of worker he is. Yeah. Um. Because, like I said, I've I've grown to really appreciate his style, and um. You mentioned GCW. I think that would be a fantastic place for him. Because he has a brutality, to, to, especially like what he showed in the Finn Balor matches that he had. Oh yeah, there's definitely a brutality in him that would fit right in in GCW. Yeah, like that strong style type. I'm not saying death match for him, but like there's definitely people he can have bangers with as a, as a as a strong style. And and one last thing before yeah. you before you take us home, um, we said we wanted to talk about Jeff Hardy. All I'll say about Jeff Hardy is we don't know what happened. We don't know why he got released. At least I haven't read anything. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, like I, I had tweeted out earlier, we know what his history is. Um, whatever it is, at the end of the day, Jeff Hardy is an absolute legend in the wrestling. He created many exciting memories. Yeah. The man is not dead, so I'm not, I'm not here to eulogize him. But I will say that he's an absolute legend in the game. Thank you, Jeff Hardy. And I just hope that he's happy and healthy and of and of good mind. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't I don't care for these Jeff Hardy to AEW confirmed. I just hope the dude's happy and healthy, and if he truly needs it, he gets the help that he deserves. Yeah. Um. I. Why you keep taking the the thoughts out of my head, Henry? No, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, you're absolutely right. You know. Um. You know very well. Um. Yeah, that so. Jeff Hardy has a special place in my heart. Because of the connection that my daughter had with him. Right. Um, she loves, to this day, she doesn't even watch wrestling anymore, but she will ask me about what Jeff Hardy is doing. She has always loved him because of the kind of ridiculous talent he possesses. Yeah. Unfortunately, that ridiculous talent has led to some issues with drug and alcohol. Um, what I have heard from sources that that I, I trust on the line um, is that he was offered uh, rehabilitation by WWE right? and he turned it down. 
um, what we what we know from what Matt Hardy has said is that Jeff is at home okay. and that he's okay, oh, and okay, that the good. rest of the story is his to tell. Good. So, uh, and and I respect that because it is his to tell. No doubt, no doubt about it. Um, I I can't believe that um, with the kind of, of what's up, brother. My brother just jumped on. Jonathan, you just jumped on when we're getting ready to close up, but thank you for joining us. I did uh, give out your Twitch handle earlier when we were talking about video games. You absolutely missed the, this was the wrong show for you not to watch because the earlier part of it, you would have contributed a lot of conversation. All video games. Yes. Um, (laughs) Now I can't believe that when AEW had the kind of segment that they had in the first half hour of dynamite this week that I'm getting ready to close the show. Right. Because all I'm going to say is that CM Punk MJF. Woo (laughs) man. That was old CM Punk in that fucking ring on Wednesday night. And I just had to get that in. I got you. I got you. Talk amongst yourselves. I give you a topic. CM Punk is way fucking better than MJF. Talk amongst yourselves. Anyways. <laughs> that man right there or or there or somewhere in one of the little squares next to me or above me or below me. I don't know. Uh, that's OG Hank 312 on all the socials. That's me. I am the incidental nerd on all of the socials. We are for the pop. And you know why we're for the pop? Is because we like to do it for the pop. And what I'd like to say to everybody as we close out this evening, it's a little bit of knowledge, little salutation from the brilliant minds of. Theodore Logan Esquire (laughs) and his friend. And I don't remember what Bill's full name was. I'm sorry. My brain's not working all that great right now. Be excellent to one another. Peace.